0: Hey I'm Ella Gray and welcome back to the Key of E podcast. A little over a year ago, I literally think it's a year and a week ago, I did a podcast episode about Speak Now by Taylor Swift. I was doing my Taylor Swift series. It was the first series I had ever done and at the time I just covered Speak Now as in just the original version, the stolen version, but since then we have gotten a Speak Now Taylor's version that has six completely new vault tracks that we hadn't heard before, and so I decided it's kind of unfair to just leave it at, oh, Speak Now, okay, it's done, because we have six new songs, and I would really like to cover them, so this week I will be talking about the Speak Now vault, and then next week I'll be talking about the 1989 vault. If you're unfamiliar with what that even means, like what's a vault, what's going on, When an artist puts out an album, there's usually like an average amount of songs that are on an album. So usually a lot of songs don't really make the cut of what makes just the normal album. And sometimes the leftover songs will go on the deluxe, and then there's a few songs that might never see the light of day. And so it's kind of one of the silver linings, maybe really just the only silver lining of Taylor getting all of her masters stolen, is that We get to hear these songs that might have never even come out if she wasn't re-recording them. So that's just a little glimmer of hope that we get to see that even out of, like, that dark side of the music industry, like, some great songs are coming out of it. And, of course, Taylor being Taylor, she wrote a lot of songs about her masters being sold, like My Tears Ricochet, Mad Woman, It's Time to Go. Like, we wouldn't have those amazing songs so I think out of like True Hardship comes great songs like that and growth, a lot of character growth for sure. But then we also have some amazing vault tracks. So Fearless had six vault tracks, Speak Now has six, um, Red has a lot, I think Red has nine. And then 1989 has five. I was trying to do this the other day, I was trying to like rank which Taylor's versions so far have the best vault tracks. I think Red has the best, and then 1989 is a close second, and then Speak Now, and then Fearless, which makes me sad, because I feel like Fearless gets overlooked a lot. It's okay. That's just the way it has to go. So I'm going to talk about each of the tracks, talk about some lyrics, talk about the meanings of certain lines, and yeah, let's get started with Electric Touch. Something interesting about Speak Now, both Speak Now and 1989, is the Speak Now vault has three songs in the key of G. Foolish One, Electric Touch, and Castle's Crumbling. Which, honestly, Speak Now in general has a lot of songs in the key of G, like on the standard version, like Mine, Speak Now, Long Live, Superman. I don't really know. I feel like when I think of Speak Now... I just feel like that's a very, like, Key of G album. I have nothing really to back that up other than, like, a lot of the main songs from that album were in the Key of G, and I think the same about Red. There's a lot of songs in the Key of E on Red, like, well, Red, and I Almost Do, and State of Grace, and Holy Ground, Starlight, The Lucky One, Better Man, Babe. There's a ton. I'm missing some, I think, too. There's there's a lot. And then, Midnight's and Rep both have a lot of songs in the key of C. I don't even know if, if anybody cares, but I think this is fascinating. Like, on Rep, we have Endgame, King of My Heart, Getaway Car, Dress, New Year's Day. There's a ton. I'm missing some. Gorgeous? There's a lot of them. And then on Midnight's, we have a bunch of other songs in the key of C, too like Midnight Rain, Question, Labyrinth, Sweet Nothing. There's a lot. Anyway, where I was going with that was I thought it was interesting because the Speak Now vault has three songs in the key of G and the 1989 vault has three songs in the key of C, which are Suburban Legends, Is It Over Now, and Now That We Don't Talk. Anyway, back to Electric Touch. She says, I've got my money on things going badly. Got a history of stories ending sadly, still hoping that the fire won't burn me just one time. In the chorus, we have, All I know is this could either break my heart or bring it back to life. Got a feeling your electric touch could fill this ghost town up with life. I was so curious about what this song would sound like whenever they first said that it would have Fall Out Boy as a feature. I was a little worried whenever the song, like, started. I was like, oh, is Fall Out Boy gonna, like, mesh super well with this with this type of sound, and I think that it really did turn out great. I think their voices sound really good together, and I think that it's cool that we got that collab on this album, especially since, like, Speak Now was still considered a country album. There's definitely a lot of very strong country songs on this album that were still considered to be some of Taylor's biggest country hits, and so I think that it's cool that we have a Fall Out Boy feature and a Hayley Williams feature, because Because both of those aren't necessarily country artists by any means, so it's just kind of cool that like, hey, you can go a little bit outside of your genre sometimes just because you sing country songs doesn't mean that you always have to have a country artist on your songs. I'm going to move to When Emma Falls in Love. I love this song. It reads like it reads like a poem. I mean, I guess <laughs> most songs do, but it kind of reads like a little bit of a a coming of age movie, a little bit of like a rom-com. Just something that you're watching as like a third-party member that you're just it's like if you were to write down everything that you saw and everything that you've analyzed about a person that you know and how you watch their world change whenever they start to fall in love. When Emma falls in love, she paces the floor, closes the blinds, and locks the door. When Emma falls in love, she calls up her mom, jokes about the ways that this one could go wrong. She waits and takes her time cause Little Miss Sunshine always thinks it's gonna rain. When Emma falls in love, I know that boy will never be the same. Cause she's the kind of book that you can't put down. Like if Cleopatra grew up in a small town and all the bad boys would be good boys if they only had a chance to love her. And to tell you the truth, sometimes I wish I was her. When Emma falls in love, it's all on her face. Hangs in the air like stars in outer space. When Emma falls in love, she disappears. And we all just laugh after seeing it all these years. When Emma falls apart, it's when she's alone. She takes on the pain and bears it on her own. Because when Emma falls in love, she's in it for keeps. She won't walk away unless she knows she absolutely has to leave. In the bridge we have, she's so New York when she's in L.A., She won't lose herself in love the way that I did. Cause she'll call you out. She'll put you in your place. When Emma falls in love, I'm learning. I love the idea that Taylor is supportive of Emma, obviously. I mean, enough to write a whole song about it. But at the same time, there's just like a little bit of jealousy, which jealousy is a hard word because it sounds like very like vindictive and like almost like a product of like anger. But I think she's more like... I don't know what's a better word like a little envious like because she says like sometimes i wish i was her not necessarily i think that she's jealous of emma but i think she's jealous of the way that emma is able to handle her relationships and the way that she's able to still like prioritize herself because as taylor has said before she's learned when it's time to go but i think in this song she hasn't really quite learned that yet when the right time is to walk away it's just so like helpful to surround yourself with people who think differently than you because then you learn from them and then you realize like oh that was a really smart way that they handled that relationship or oh that wasn't a good idea anyway even if you don't realize it like you're learning from everyone around you In the last little verse, we have, Emma met a boy with eyes like a man. Turns out her heart fits right in the palm of his hand. Now he'll be her shelter when it rains. Little does he know his whole world's about to change. I also like that Emma isn't really painted like like a fairy tale princess who needs a boy to take care of her like she knows she'll be all right on her own and yes this boy is going to keep her safe and be her shelter that's great but also his world is going to change too so they're both gaining from this relationship which is what a real relationship is it's it's equal parts giving and receiving i really want to talk about the production in i can see you when i first heard this song i didn't really think it sounded like a speak now song but i don't know what it sounded like i don't know what other album i would necessarily put it on i think it's not that it doesn't fit speak now it's just not what i was expecting and there's just so many like little production things that i'm like what would this song sound like if it came out when the original speak now came out in 2010 like I want to hear what the demo sounded like, because this is so different. It's kind of, like, sexy, and I wonder if, like, was that the reason why it was cut from the original Speak Now? Like, were they, like, because they thought that Enchanted was a little, like, oh, that's a little babyish, you know? You can't call the album Enchanted. That's for babies. But then were they also, like, I Can See You was a little, like, too sensual. Like, you can't do that. Like, I wonder whose decision that is. Was that the label where they, like, no, you can't be making little sexy songs? Like, I just wonder. I wonder if that was her choosing or the label's choosing or if it was just mutual. Who knows? There's a couple things that stood out to me. I love whenever she says, We move fast and keep quiet. And she, like, whispers. Eyes on us, so it's best that we move fast and keep quiet. Like, it's literally quiet. I love things like that when the production mirrors, like, literally what she's saying. This happens a few other times, like in Illicit Affairs, when she says, A dwindling mercurial high, and then she goes up and sings a higher note. A dwindling mercurial high. Also, the first time I heard this, whenever she says, Pass me a note saying, Meet me tonight. I really thought she was going to say, Pass me a note saying, Meet me at midnight. Pass me note, me tonight. that's another question i have do you think that she wrote down the concept for the Midnight's album before she wrote down like the line meet me at midnight or was she like oh that would be cool to write a whole album about a ton of sleepless nights just based from that one line like which one came first there's a couple parts in the bridge which i think are really cool how you can hear her Verbally saying secret mission over her singing it. It's just kind of layered and it sounds really cool. And she kind of sounds like a spy the way it's like secret mission, you know? Next I'm going to talk about castles crumbling. feel like this song is a sister song to nothing new and it's kind of interesting to put it next to long live with this like fairy tale you know dragons castles she built an empire but then in this song it's talking about what happens when it all crumbles and the people who I thought were my friends or that I thought were on my side decide that they're not anymore because it's just because it just all ended it follows the same themes as like nothing new or even mirrorball in that same fashion she says once I had an empire in a golden age I was held up so high I used to be great they used to cheer when they saw my face now I fear I have fallen from grace and I feel like my castle's crumbling down and I watched all my bridges burn to the ground and you don't want to know me I will just let you down And then in the second verse, we have Haley's part where she says, once I was a great hope to a dynasty, crowds would hang on my words and they trusted me. Their faith was strong, but I pushed it too far. I held that grudge till it tore me apart. Power went to my head and I couldn't stop. Ones I loved tried to help, so I ran them off. And here I sit alone behind walls of regret, falling down like promises that I never kept. My foes and friends watch my reign end I don't know how it could have ended this way. Smoke billows from my ships in the harbor. People look at me like I'm a monster. Now they're screaming at the palace front gates, used to chant my name. Now they're screaming that they hate me. Never wanted you to hate me. The way that her voice kind of breaks when she says that line. Never wanted you to hate me. I feel like that's really powerful. Because it kind of puts back in the innocence of like, when she wrote this, she was still really young in her career. I mean, little did she know, she would have seven albums left to go and she would be having one of the biggest tours in the world. But it's really scary to think like, when is it all going to end? Because all good things, you know, they're going to end eventually. So I think this is a really cool like symbolism of like, I feel like most kings and queens and like people in power have some sort of fall so I think that this song paints such a cool picture on like how fast a fan base or followers can turn on a person and just kind of like the culture of hey what's the next thing I'm bored let's move on let's forget about this leave them in the past and then go on to the next cool thing I'm gonna talk about foolish one i think that this is my favorite vault track i don't know it's it's so hard to pick out of all of the vault tracks i think this is the most speak now song it just fits it's a little bit innocent but it's also like self-deprecating and it ends on more of like a hopeful note so it just kind of takes you through the stages of like this feeling that you can't help but love somebody and have a little crush and then it ends up kind of like ruining you from the inside out but then it ends with this hope of like you will find somebody eventually this isn't the end of the world I know it feels big right now but trust me when you look back it's just gonna feel like a very small part of your like whole entire like bigger story my cards are on the table yours are in your hand chances are tonight you've already got plans And chances are, I will talk myself to sleep again. You give me just enough attention to keep my hopes too high. Wishful thoughts forget to mention when something's really not right. And I will block out these voices of reason in my head. And the voices say, you are not the exception. You will never learn your lesson. In the second verse, she goes on to say, you know how to keep me waiting. I know how to act like I'm fine. Don't know what to call this situation, but I know I can't call you mine. And it's delicate, but I will do my best to seem bulletproof. Cause when my head is on your shoulder, it starts thinking you'll come around. And maybe someday when we're older, this is something we'll laugh about. Over coffee every morning while you're watching the news. Isn't it crazy how, like, our minds can, like, go so quickly? Like, I don't even know if that's, like, a crazy thing. I feel like that's a normal thing to, like, see someone and then be like, can you imagine what our wedding's gonna be? Like, I'm sorry? Like, you don't even know you don't even know who they are like it's just weird how our brains can already be like oh I think I love I think I love him like no babe you don't (laughs) it's day one take it easy so I like how this verse is like just talking about like this is a situation I don't really know what it is I don't even know if I'm the only girl but wouldn't it be so cute if in like a decade we like laugh about this with our friends and people are like oh my gosh how did you meet and then we're like oh, it was a funny thing, like, this and this and this, and then it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's crazy how, like, you know, we talk about, like, self-control and controlling your actions, which that seems really easy whenever we compare it to, like, controlling your mind. Like, we have so, like, little control of our brains and how far they can go in, like, milliseconds of, like, planning out your future. Like, hey, like, stop. Just take it one day at a time. It's all gonna work out. And the voices say... You are not the exception. You will never learn your lesson. Foolish ones, stop checking your mailbox for confessions of love that ain't never gonna come. You will take the long way down. You will learn the hard way instead of just walking out. In the bridge we have, now I'm sliding down the wall with my head in my hands, saying, how could I not see the signs? You haven't written me or called, but goodbye screaming in the silence, and the voices in my head are telling me why. Because you got her on your arm, and me in the wings. I'll get your longing glances, but she'll get your ring, and you will say you had the best of intentions, and maybe I will finally learn my lesson. And then after the last chorus, we have this little, I think of it as like future Taylor looking back at her younger self, and I don't know why it makes, like it gives me chills to like imagine that she wrote this part like today, like she added on to it, and just kind of like talking to her younger self and being like, I wish she could hear this now. She says, Foolish one, sitting round waiting for confessions of love, they ain't never gonna come, and thinking he's the one, you should have been walking out. Foolish one, the day is gonna come for your confessions of love, when all is said and done, he just wasn't the one. No, he just wasn't the one. Let's end with the final track, which is Timeless. Down the block, there's an antique shop, and something in my head said stop, so I walked in. On the counter was a cardboard box, and the sign said photos, 25 cents each. Black and white saw a 30s bride and school lovers laughing on the porch of their first house. The kind of love that you only find once in a lifetime, the kind you don't put down. And that's when I called you, and it's so hard to explain, but in those photos, I saw us instead. And somehow, I know that you and I would have found each other. In another life, you still would have turned my head. Even if we'd met on a crowded street in 1944, and you were headed off to fight in the war, you still would have been mine. We would have been timeless. I would have read your love letters every single night and pray to God you'd be coming home all right. And you would have been fine. We would have been timeless. Because I believe that we were supposed to find this. So even in a different life, you still would have been mine. We would have been timeless. I love how this song reads like... A candid event but then kind of like flashes back to these like what-if scenarios it all just kind of reads like a story it's very speak now it's just very like storytelling and like like you know we all can't relate to like we all haven't walked into like a vintage store or like a, a thrift store and like looked around and seen a photo and been like oh this reminds me of me you know what I mean but like we can't all relate to you know seeing those depictions of like what a healthy relationship looks like and being like oh my gosh I I want that for myself I want that love that's unconditional and that lasts forever so I do think that this song is relatable in a different way than you know even if you haven't lived this exact experience or these exact experiences that are being like depicted in the song I think that it's still really relatable in the second verse she said I had to smile when it caught my eye there was one of a teenage couple in the driveway holding hands on the way to a dance, and the date on the back said 1958, which took me back to the first time I saw you. Time stood still like something in this old shop. I thought about it as I started looking round at these precious things the time forgot. That's when I came upon a book covered in cobwebs, a story of a romance torn apart by fate. Hundreds of years ago, they fell in love like we did, and I die for you in the same way. If I first saw your face, in the 1500s, off in a foreign land, And I was forced to marry another man. You still would have been mine. We would have been timeless. I would have read your love letters every single night and run away and left it all behind. You still would have been mine. We would have been timeless. Because I believe that we were supposed to find this. So even in a different life, you still would have been mine. We would have been timeless. In the bridge we have, Time breaks down your mind and body. Don't you let it touch your soul. It was like an age-old classic, The first time that you saw me. The story started when you said hello in a crowded room a few short years ago. And sometimes there's no proof. You just know you're always going to be mine. We're going to be timeless. I'm going to love you when our hair is turning gray. We'll have a cardboard box of photos of the life we've made. And you'll say, oh, my, we really were timeless. And then the song ends with the first verse being repeated, just kind of wraps the whole story up Her saying like, if I didn't decide to go into the shop, I wouldn't have had this whole experience. I wouldn't have seen all these pictures and realized how strong love is and how important love is and how we need to hold on to these like little scenarios and little memories because they fade really quickly the more that you grow and get older. There's an antique shop and something in my head said stop, so I walked in. If I had to rank the Speak Now vault tracks, uh, I've been thinking about this like all day because I've been trying to like make my ranking. I think right now I would rank them. Foolish one is my favorite, and then timeless is a close second, and then when Emma falls in love, castles crumbling, and then I can see you, an electric touch. I don't know. It's so hard. I hate having to like put songs in last place, but just like in terms of like how often I listen to them and how much I like them, I, I think that that would be my order. But I don't know. I feel like every day it changes. So, yeah, let me know what your favorite Speak Now Vault track is. And thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next week when I talk about the 1989 vault.